Welcome to the Say Yes to Holiness podcast. I'm Christina Simmons, your host, and thanks for joining me today as I seek to inspire, encourage, and accompany you on the journey towards holiness by sharing food for the head, heart, hands, and feet, so we may grow closer to God, become more like Jesus, and through friendship, discover the life God created us for, lives of purpose, peace, and abundance, rooted in the hope that with God's grace and mercy, we can become the living, breathing, wonder-working saints that the world so desperately needs. Hello, and welcome to episode 135 of the Say Yes to Holiness podcast. I'm Christina Simmons, your host, and today is a conversation that I had with another Christina, Christina Brown. And she is a wife and a mom, but also she is a podcaster, has the Thanks Mom podcast, and also she is a coach who works with people particularly in order for them to discover the greatness that God made them for. So our apostolates are very similar in that each of us is striving to help people uh really live intentionally and with joy and to live that life that God wants each of us to live, but we do it in our particular ways. And she came to it through many, as she describes, Holy Spirit moments that have led her to where she is today. And I can attest that it's similar for me, but it's always beautiful to be able to hear the journeys of others and recognize that God does know the plans that he has for us, and he invites each of us into those lives that he created us for, and we have to realize that everything is a choice. So if we're not living the life that we desire, then we need to be intentional and look at what's the choice that we're making here and allow God to work in it. And so that was some of what Christina and I uh, talked about. I know that you're going to really enjoy this conversation and I'll see you on the flip side. It's always. Hello and welcome to the Say Yes to Holiness podcast. I'm Christina Simmons, your host, and today I am so pleased to have with me a Catholic coach as well as a speaker, and also she can tell you a little bit more about her own personal life and uh, different ways that God has blessed her, but welcome to the show, Christina Brown. Thank you so much for joining me. Thanks, Christina. It's so great to be here. I'm really blessed that uh, we were able to connect. Uh, yeah, and that we can spend this time, this Holy Spirit inspired time together. I'm looking forward to it. Oh, I am as well. So um, I have to share on your website, you taught your the first thing that you describe is I'm Christina Brown. I'm a beloved daughter of the King. And yes. so where did that become so firmly rooted in your identity for you? Oh. I have to give credit to my parents. I was raised in a Catholic home and a Christian charismatic environment, actually. Um, we were part of a charismatic community for my upbringing. And um, as, as a daughter, my dad would always, uh, my dad plays guitar. And so he always loves to come up with little jingles and I won't ever forget like the little jingles he would come up and I thought they were real songs like written about me. And um, I would dance around with, I have three younger brothers. So I was the girl who could be the real 
girly girl, you know, <laughs> and he would just strum, you know, Christy, Jesus loves you, Christy, Jesus loves you. And, uh, just, he would, he would have some type of thing always going like that when he would just play. And those are one of my younger memories. Um, but it was always your beloved daughter of God. And that grew, um, into, you know, who I am now. And then as my husband and I, we've been married uh, for 22 years and we have six beautiful children and something that he was told as a child in that same charismatic group that his parents instilled in his, that I'm, I am Paul and I'm a son of God, a beloved son of God. And so we would say that to our children and, um, we have, uh, two little ones still. And as we taught them their names, they're, you know, Peter Xavier, Sophia Noel. Um, and our last name is Brown. So it was always from out of town, daughter of God, son of God. So then they introduced themselves to people that in the, in the beginning, when they were first learning to talk and stuff, and, or they'll say it really, you know, garbled as toddlers do. And, um, and then everybody's like, what is that? I was like, well, they're a son of God. They're a God, daughter of God. And, uh, so that's kind of something that, instilled young and as praise the Lord has brought all the way through into my adulthood and now my children's lives as well. Mm. And the impact that that has and that small witness of God's love for you and for others, it, it, it's absolutely beautiful. And um, I, I read that and I was just like, I got to ask about that. That is so oh, beautiful. Thank um, you. <laughs> so, um, and, and, you know, I think so often we forget the joy that comes from knowledge of who we are. And, um, and you specifically, that is what you like to work with people about. And, and, and we'll kind of talk about that in, in a second. Sure. Um, but you, you also um, share a little bit about your own faith journey. You, you alluded to it in talking about, you know, being raised within a charismatic, you know, uh, you know movement household. Um, but What's been your faith journey and how you came to where you are today in your faith? Um, like I said, I do, a, I, I do give my parents a lot of credit for just making that a priority. That was really a priority in our life that we had a personal relationship with Jesus and that we knew who he was. And that was facilitated through, um, you know, the sacraments, through our parish, through our community group through small groups and, and youth group that I was part of. Um, but always, you know, there's those points where you have to make it your own. And I was able to extend, um, attend, not extend, attend, <laughs> um, a summer camp for multiple years when I was younger, and then actually worked at that same camp on staff. And it was, it was an ecumenical, um, summer camp, but that was very profound in nurturing. Like, what does it mean to have a relationship with Christ and have Bible studies and have kids that you were relating to? And that was just normal talk. Um, but I will say then I was blessed in high school, um, to be able to go to world youth day. And when Pope John Paul II came to Denver, um, ironically, my husband and I were both on that same trip. We were raised together. So I talk about him because we, we literally grew up together. So, um, and my brother and one of my brothers went and uh, some very dear friends. One is now my sister-in-law and, um, still good friends with us that had a profound impact on me where the Eucharist truly came alive, where I was like, oh, I get it. Like, I kind of been introduced to Eucharistic adoration before, but I didn't really understand. And I always believed in the true presence, but I don't think 
I had that like personal, like revelation or aha until really that time when I was 16. And I was like, wow, I get that. And I want more of that. And I want that to be true in my life. Um, and then there was, uh, just as I started to walk that faith and went on to university at Michigan state, um, and realized, oh, I make the decision to go to mass on Sunday. I think there was one time that I didn't go and I was like, I'm just, I don't have to, like, it's my choice. Like I don't have to. And, and then I was like, uh, and it's my choice. And I never want to do that again. Like, it was just really weird. Now, you know, I wasn't always great and the, you know, the best Christian out there, but it was, it, the sacraments were normal to me. Um, and my husband had a profound impact as we started dating in college and, he um, was able to go to a lot of Steubenville retreats that I never went to Franciscan University. It just, that didn't overlap in the time frame of my summers. Um, but he was one of those people that I would ask a lot of questions to. And I remember him coming back on fire from one of those retreats. And he seemed like he was the guy with all the answers and was able to delve in deeper and like, well, why do we go to confession? And why can't we just say, I'm sorry? You know, I was taught to say, I'm sorry. When I hurt some of these feelings, I was taught to, you know, apologize when I didn't teach, treat others the right way to ask for forgiveness. Why is it necessary to go to confession? Um, and he really showed me some of those things of frequenting confession, like once a month, I was like, what do you mean? Just, I thought it was Christmas and Easter, you know, you just go. And, um, and so it was a journey that obviously led us to marriage, but also really deepened our faith and values of how we wanted to raise our family. And then now married, like, who do we want to associate with? Where do we build our community? Where's the village and the tribe we find to raise our family together? Um, so I didn't have this huge, you know, like from black to white or big profound experience, but there was all these Holy Spirit moments that I love to say that were sprinkled along the way that the Lord just said, okay, here's a retreat and that would encourage me, or here's world youth day. And that would impact me, or here's, you know, the sacraments coming more alive that drew me to go more. And, um, even in my adult life, like discovering more about divine mercy. Um, I always knew the rosary, but it, you know, many Hail Marys is out there. That's, um, women on Instagram who are praying every day with like thousands of women, um, that my daughter now like brought that to me and has increased my faith. So it's just been all those little moments along the way that the Lord is just like, I'm still here. I'm still here. And I still want you to walk this way. And I still want you to talk this way. And I, and now I want to give you this channel in this new journey. And I'm starting to like, be able to spread that to others in the way that I've been blessed to have different mentors and people continue that relationship in my own life. So that's beautiful. And, and it's so inspiring and encouraging, you know, to others, but it, especially myself to hear about God's faithfulness. Um, and so I became Catholic when I went through college. And so I had been away and as a prodigal and I come back and, and then, you know, it, so it's something of where, um, you know, kind of had that big moment and it's something of where, you know, I can look back now and I can see how he had been faithful and there were those moments and it was drawing me to where I finally came home, you know, uh, and became Catholic. Um, 
you alluded to as you as you were talking about kind of this new journey and mm -hmm. one of the things that um that you do and you share about is you know you're you're passionate about supporting especially catholic women um mm -hmm. and being able to live intentionally but with the joy of life that god gifted them to live and yeah. so where where did that passion kind of uh, come from, you know, for you and and how how do you help uh, women go about doing that? Well, I I think I got to a point. I'm in my mid forties. We have six amazing children. Um, my oldest is going to be a senior in college. My youngest is three and a half. I, I have a one at every or have had and still have one at every in multiple stages. Um, I've always been a stay at home mom give or take a couple, you know, jobs at the school or odd jobs here and there work from home. But my main vocation has been a wife and mother and raising my children um, alongside my husband, who's a, a physician. So I've been blessed that I've been able to stay at home and I am very blessed. It's always what I wanted to do was to be a wife and mom. And a few years back, I think I got to stage, we were having some, uh, one of our children was just having a, a really big struggle with um, mental health and different things and stuff that I just was like, I, I didn't ever see that coming or thought we'd have to deal with. You you know, you can imagine as a mom, sometimes those scary big times. Mm -hmm. um, and this was one of those, but it was in a different way than I thought. And so it could have been that could have been my age. And I just felt stuck. And the Lord took me on a bit of a journey. I um, ended up reading a couple books I by Jen Fulweiler that led me to the um, Catholic Psych Institute and reading a couple of um, those books on just mindfulness and what Catholic mindfulness is. And that led me to Made for Greatness, which is a Catholic apostolate, women's apostolate to moms. And I started listening to those podcasts um, and, and stumbled upon life coaching. And they have a membership program that in the fall end up getting to work with them. But prior to all of that, I ended up hiring one of them, uh, Larissa, as my own coach and learning what that was and learning that taking like that passage. I won't ever forget when the passage from Jeremiah for I know the plans I have for you to declare the Lord, right? Um, plans for a future full of hope. And I was sharing that as one of my favorites with her. And she goes, do you realize Christy, you're living that plan right now? And I was like, what? No, this is like the plans that God has as in the future plans. And she's like, but those future plans are right now, because when you were in your twenties, you are living out those plans. And, and now in your forties, you're living those plans and you'll be living those plans in your sixty. It's not like here, here's God's vision for us. And then we live it there. It's like every walk along the way, we're also living it. And he's still preparing our hopes and our future. And as she said that, I just was struck by hearing that in a different, very different way to be like, oh, I, I'm living out God's plan now. Like, then how am I taking accountability? How am I taking responsibility for how I'm, I'm living that? What am I looking at myself, seeing myself as a beloved daughter? I was really struggling at that point to be joyful in my vocation. I was very stuck and it was just seemed like a chore and every day in this gerbil wheel and through made for greatness through Larissa, just opening to say, do you realize that you're having these, just these thoughts about these circumstances in your life that is giving you this feeling? And once you can start to recognize that 
you can change those thoughts. You can take responsibility for those thoughts. That's your God-given ability, your God-given responsibility to be able to do that. And that affects your feelings and your feelings then can change and nothing is changing about your circumstance. And Mm -hmm. I was like blown away. And I was, she's like, you can love your life exactly how it is and have joy in your life exactly how it is all by recognizing your thoughts and how those affect your emotions and then taking responsibility for the results you want to create. Um, and I know life coaching can be a new thing, but from a Catholic perspective, it just made sense. That's where it makes sense in my life. And it really opened my eyes. And I was like, I want to do this for women, for other women to show them if they're, you know, struggling, like I was with kids going through, you know, mental health or other difficulties or just feeling stuck where they're at or not knowing how to experience joy in their lives to be able to say, no, the Lord has gifted you with this life. And in this life, he wants you to live it abundantly. Mm-hmm. You know, John 10, 10, we want, he wants to live it to the full and we can do that just by slowing down, being intentional and recognizing what the Lord's given us. And then how do we want to choose to live it out? God doesn't make junk. And so if I was looking at my life and complaining, we're like, oh, this is crappy, or maybe tomorrow will be crappier. And maybe it might be a little better if I do this or that. How was I honoring the masterpiece that Christ has created in me and in my children and in my husband? Would I allow them to speak to themselves or about their lives the way I was allowing myself to speak to me? that was very impactful. And that's really what's led me to this new journey as just kind of like those scales taken away and going, Oh, wait a minute. I am not looking at this the right way. And I have a responsibility to learn the right way to look at this and to go forward in that. So yeah, it's been very life-changing for me. Uh, Absolutely beautiful. And I love to hear how accompaniment of entering into relationship with another who is intentional about helping you in this instance, be able to find who you truly are, even though you knew that you were a beloved yeah. daughter, right? but to rediscover, to mm-hmm. rediscover the belovedness of who, who you are. And um, that, that's one of the reasons why I do the coaching that I do. The same kind sure. of thing is because I, I discovered the power of having a plan, a rule of life, yes. which you know, yeah. which is holistically looking at our lives, so that in instead of us reacting, rather we're being proactive. We're prioritizing those things that are most important. Um, and so I'm so glad that God has done this because we need so many very faith-filled Catholic coaches out there. Um, because there's so many that really are leading people, you know, in, in a place where they're not going to find the fullness of the joy and, and being able to live that life to the full that, that, uh, Jesus tells us about, um, I, I, I can guess, but I'm going to let you answer this. So you, you're also a speaker. So yeah. what is it that re- really you're passionate about speaking about that you enjoy about speaking about what topics? Oh, just a lot of what I said, speaking to women about how they can find that joy and that fulfillment in the life God's given them right now in their vocations, whether they're feeling tired or stuck that through 
real, I mean, it, it's been profound to me just to be able to slow down and say, wait, and, and like physically, practically stop and say, wait, how do I want to show up in this situation here? How do I want to not react to that child or react to that situation that's presented to me? How do I want to actively respond? Um, and to just be present. So I want to be able to speak with women and talk to them about that. I love talking about how we can just be and find the extraordinary in our ordinary lives through prayer, through uh, like our daily routines, if that's exercise, if that's being a mom that's home with little kids, if that's being a young woman who's trying to find her path um, in life in, as, as she's going through all these changes from, you know, in her young adulthood, if that's college to a career path to marriage to starting a family, whatever that is. Um, I'm just very passionate about we're called to be, you know, Easter people, right? And Alleluia is our song. If we're called to do that, we need to, how do we do that practically? And I think that was for me, the hard part is I wanted a practical uh, solution. And I found some of that through my coaching that what I teach my clients and, and like to talk on is how we're, how we understand our thoughts, how we understand the way God created our brain to think and then to have emotion about that. And when we can recognize and not just think, oh, that was involuntary. Oh, that was involuntary. Well, it, it was because the way we've trained our brain. So when we can slow down and recognize, oh, that was involuntary. And so now how am I going to choose to react to that? Mm -hmm. um, that's when the intentionality comes in. That's when the choice to find an extraordinary moment in that dishes or in that um, laundry or whatever comes in to play. And so that's what I'm passionate about is just helping them find that joy in their lives. Uh, that, that is super awesome. So is that kind of what you also have a podcast? I do. Um, and, you know, <laughs> yeah. and so, uh, it, so it sounds like, um, it, that might be a platform where you get to speak about some of these things, but, um, you know, could you, could you share a little bit more about it? Sure. Yeah. I'm a co-host of the thanks mom podcast. I co-host with my daughter, Grace, who's a 21 rising senior at hope college here in uh, West Michigan. And, uh, so a little shout out for my daughter there. She's it's I, when I was going through this whole coaching experience. Um, one of the first little challenges in, in breaking out into speaking and stuff was like, well, why, you know, Larissa, you know, tapped me and was like, why don't you do a podcast? And I'm like, ah, I don't know. I'm, you know, I'm not young and hip. I'm, I'm just kind of like, you know, middle age now, scary to say, but, and she's like, well, why not? And so I was mentioning it to my husband and daughter and my husband was all like, yeah, you should do that. He, he is not the chatty one of of our marriage. I am obviously, as you can see, I, I say I went to Michigan state, I'm a communication major. So I went to school to learn how to talk well. And, um, and he's like, yes, that's for sure. And, and Grace is like, well, I'd do that with you, mom. And I'm like, really? She's like, kind of always wanted to, but I didn't know if I could do it on my own. And that kind of was where I was at had no idea she was thinking that. So that's how it kind of evolved around our pool last summer. Uh, we just had our year anniversary at the end of June. We have, I think, 44 episodes out. And we just talk about life and trying to live out the extraordinary in the ordinary from two different states of life. From me being a mom, having raised a family of six to her being um, on the verge of entering the workforce and uh, developing a career and, and living on a college campus. And what's that life? 
And so even though our mindset towards things are very similar, as in, I'm glad that she has her faith and is growing in that, where we're coming at it from is very different. So our routines are very different. How we approach prayer is different um, just because of our time and our states in life. So we have a lot of fun banter back and forth and we, it's not all, um, spiritual based. Sometimes it's about, you know, we've done stuff on exercise. Uh, she's a Harry Potter fanatic. So she's found the whole, the whole meaning, yeah, whole meaning in there of like, uh, one of our past ones, you should look up on, uh, Easter, just Harry Potter and, and the, um, everything with the triduum in there. And she went and researched and did all that. We talked about just, you know, songs and uh, dressing well, besides a, a whole series on the uh, fruits of the spirit and everywhere in between. And we're just starting our third season. So I'm excited to see where that will take us. And um, it's just something that connects us. And we just have a lot of joy in doing. And oh, everybody goes, where's the name come from? Thanks, mom. Um, so we watched Gilmore Girls when she was younger. And uh, Rory and her mom, Lorelai, you know, was a single mom uh, raising her daughter, for those aren't familiar. But there's this part where they're on the phone two separate places. And and the daughter, Rory's just sad. And she's like, oh, oh, oh. And, and mom's like, come on, come on. And cheering her up and gives her this little poop, like, a, you know, boost and this, you know, pep talk. And, and Rory just goes, oh, thanks, mom. And so if you hang on to the end and hear our tagline, you'll you're hear my little three-year-old when she was about two at the end say that. And so that where it comes from is just thanks, mom, for that advice. Thanks, mom, for those type of things. So, um, and it kind of stuck. So that's the little history on that. <laughs> so come oh, and have a lesson. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely will. So um, I'm presuming that's uh, like on uh, any of the podcasting platforms out there. You yeah, can yeah okay. you can get us on Apple, iTunes, um, Spotify, Google, all those lovely platforms. Um, at Thanks Mom Podcast. Yeah. Awesome. So, yeah. I'll put that in the show notes, but definitely uh, need to go and check that out. Sound, sounds like a great fun. Um, so a question I wanted to, to ask, um, and this kind of ties into, you know, the uh, Say Yes to Holiness community. And, mm -hmm. you know, so you made mention about practical steps yes. um, and making this, you know, come alive for people in, in, the, in the practical day to day. So for you, what's been one idea or practice or habit that you have been faithful to and has been key for you living out the life that God created you for? Sure. Um, I'll try and tune it down to one. So I would, I would, this, this year, <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, well, it's kind of ties together, so I don't know, but it was a couple practical steps. So this year, my, um, new year's resolution, I guess you could say, you know, I try and do some at the church, you know, going into Advent for the new church year, but you know, we're all stuck with new year's resolutions. Right. And a challenge that I had taken through uh, Made for Greatness was just to choose one. Um, I will say sometimes I'm an overachiever and then I fall flat because I try and do too many things. So this year I was like, I am just going to focus on being intentional. Mm -hmm. So that could be, you could go, oh, that's one thing, but that covers like a huge basis. Like, how do you do that? And, um, and I had a couple different areas of like, intentionality in my prayer, intentionality, how I speak to my kids, intentionality in growing my business. Um, but I'll stick more to just like my, my personal life of that. And with like, for instance, talking to my kids and, um, 
but first it started in the morning of just like, good morning, Lord. And we're supposed to do a morning offering. And I just really repeated over, okay, how am I going to show up? Lord, how do you want me to show up today? And just asking my question and realize, okay, this is his day. And I have a choice in how I show up, but how does God want me to show up? Um, and then, you know, get up, move through the day. I have formed a good habit of prayer, but then also like, I still have little kids and I always, um, say that I'm on during the school year, I, I run second shift. So like three 30 to 10, 10 30, right. Is I'm that's my second shift. And so I might have to get those practical things done during the day, but when those kiddos come and I still have a few at home or one at home really, and look at me and it's like, even if it's prayer and interrupted, right. Like, well, no, that's still the Lord in them. So it's putting the prayer book down. Even if you're like, you're interrupting me in prayer, no, it's putting it down and looking them in the eyes, like that intentionality. I'm not always good at that or, or setting the phone down and not just setting it down with it still on, you know, um, but turning it over, shutting the screen of the laptop to really make that eye contact and say, yes, what do you need? Even if it's whatever, or for the 10th time, or even correction of, I've told you, you need to wait, you know, but that they know you're making that intentional connection that's purposeful. Um, so I really have tried to take that, those type of things with interacting with people. And then in my, my tasks of how to show up of just saying, okay, this is monotonous. I'm folding laundry, but this can be a prayer. Lord, you know, that's, that's where you find those extraordinary and the ordinary moments, or I'm doing the dishes or, I'm browning the meat and I am not a cook. I mean, I cook. I'm just not a passionate cook. That would be my husband's forte more. And, uh, but I can do this. I can make this a prayer. I can offer this up. I can, I can slow down enough to be intentionally that this action now becomes holy. It now becomes extraordinary because I have taken the mindset, the intentionality to do so. Um, and for me personally, that has really meant slowing down and not autopilot for everything and not going. And because I can go and just be like, okay, what's next? We have a busy household and we're going to move and, or just to be like, but how do I want to show up in this moment? How can I make this extraordinary to make this holy? And for me, that's just been the slowing down to be purposeful in my actions of being intentional. I'm working on it. It's a huge work in progress, but it's helped to slow my mind. I always, I forever, I was like, how do you slow your mind down? And it's really, for me, is just sitting and just stopping and pausing, literally pausing and going, okay. And now we move forward, you know, and where do you want me to be Lord? And, um, it, it, that to me has just been practical and hands-on and, and you, and start there. And then the Holy Spirit's mm -hmm. going to leave. Trust the Lord, trust the Holy Spirit to go, okay, and now let's make this part holy. And now let's be intentional and purposeful here. Just find one thing. It might be just, you know, putting that phone down today or when you're brushing your teeth, you know, Hail Mary, whatever. Don't do the ABCs in the birthday song. Do like a Hail Mary. <laughs> so uh, beautiful. Um, very, very similar to, um, I always speak to people about, um, you know, anytime we're trying to, you know, strive grow in virtue, for example, you know, a daily resolution, um, you know, take yeah. what it is our Lord has spoken of us, you know, spoken to us mm -hmm. in our prayer time. And what's one small, doable, concrete, practical thing you can do. And, yes. and to just do that. And, and even if you can only do it one out of the 10 opportunities that have, that still was one time that you grew 
a little mm -hmm. bit closer to God and in the midst of mm -hmm. you became that better person. And so I absolutely love that. Be intentional. Um, yes. Slow down being intentional. Yeah. Awesome. Beautiful. So um, a little bit uh, of fun, um, but uh, favorite book, uh, movie or TV show? You, you, you made oh. mention of uh, a Wilder and you also made mention of the Gilmore Girls, but yeah. Uh, well, Oh God, that, that is hard to hit in, in what areas. Uh, I love Sound of Music. I love Anna Green Gable, okay. you know, yeah. um, but then, I mean, I, there's tons of new and old stuff. It's funny. I, I'm in all those genres because it's like, oh, what do my kids, because we have mm -hmm. such a spread, like what right. happened, like we just watched Monsters Inc. with my littles the other day because they haven't seen them, but it came out when my oldest was like 18 months and she was boo in the movie. So I feel mm -hmm. like I'm always in between. And uh, my husband and I just saw Thor last night. He, he took me out for that. So my, my kid, my teenagers are big Marvel mm -hmm. um, people and I'm trying to keep up but yeah. I don't really well. I was the last one in the household to read Harry Potter. I love it, but I was the last one. So, <laughs> so those are always hard for me to pick a favorite, but uh, there's a few, so. Awesome. Well, all of those uh, are, are definitely uh, life-changing in their own ways. And when we're accompanying um, others that we love in, in discovering what they love, then it becomes, I've found, at least for me as a mom, it becomes one of my loves too. Right. Um, and uh, so I understand not being able to pick a favorite because it's kind of like, so which of your six kids do you love best? You know, I know. it's just like <laughs> all of them, you know? Yeah. <laughs> this for this one, this not for this one. Yeah, but, and this in this way and not in that way. Yeah, it is. It's a challenge and um, it's, yeah, I'll probably tell you more what I don't like, but that'll well, be it, maybe, maybe this. Go. <laughs> sorry about that go ahead no no not at all um I was gonna say so maybe this one would be easier for you because you've kind of been in all these different movies and tv shows and stuff so is there a particular actress that you can think of that you would want to have play you oh, in a movie about your life that would be hard I would I would almost say like a Julia Roberts or like a Jennifer Aniston but I think mm -hmm. that's more because of the era in which I grew up, <laughs> you know, not because they, you know, exemplify or represent or look like me particularly either, but I, I love, I loved, uh, yeah, I do like enjoy a lot of Julia Roberts and seeing all the different things that she's played. So, but my husband would probably listen to this and laugh because I, I don't know what he thinks of her. <laughs> so, um, yeah, but I think I would think that where it's funny. I know my, I think my daughter Grace would say, um, Oh, why am I blanking? Oh, Anne Hathaway, because uh -huh. she grew up watching like Princess Diaries yes. and stuff like that. So that, that, and they actually probably look more similar than me to Jennifer Aniston or something. <laughs> so, yeah. Awesome. Well, one final kind of fun question. Sure. Um, if you could go back in time and share one thing with your 18 year old self, mm. what, what would it be? I would really go back about um, definitely about some thought, thought work and, and mindfulness. That's something I have actually reflected on and just going back and say, you know, to, to be intentional about that, to recognize that you do have choices. Everything you do is a choice. It's not something your, your body's having this involuntary reaction to, but you have a choice on how you think you have a choice to react about how you're thinking to that. Um, and by being, by doing that, what I said before, slowing down and being intentional, I wish I had known 
more of that. I think I would have saved myself so much emotional upheaval and trauma Mm -hmm. through those like, uh, definitely late teen college, newly married for me, it was newly married right away after college years of trying to figure out life. If I would have just taken some of my now 40 year old advice and given it back to myself that way, I think there would have been a lot I could have could have learned in terms of how to be responsible for my own thoughts and actions a little bit more than just willy nilly. <laughs> so hindsight's always 2020. <laughs> no, it always is, but it's always good for us to be able to recognize it. And so um, I appreciate your, your openness and your honesty there about that. Um, so I, d- I want to make sure. So if anyone wants to reach out and get in touch with you to be able to potentially maybe work with you or yeah. I mean, you know, listen to your podcast, of course, we already talked about thanks, mom. Um, but how might they be able to go about doing that? So the best way is to head to my website, which is www.christinambrown.com. And we have a little banner on there right now. Um, or just go to contact me and join my email list. If you mention when you contact me uh, that you're a subscriber and listening to this podcast, then I would love to give you um, a discount on any type of speaking package or a free 15 minute discovery call for life coaching with me. That's something I like to do to highlight these lovely podcasts that I've been able to be on. Uh, You can also follow me on Instagram. My handle is at Christina underscore underscore M underscore underscore Brown or on Facebook at Christina Brown, any of those. And like I said, my podcast is we're on Facebook and Instagram, both at thanks mom podcast. So it's yeah. At thanks mom podcast. And you can listen and subscribe on any of those platforms. Like we mentioned before. Mm -hmm. So yeah, we really, yeah, would appreciate all of those, you know, subscriptions and reviews. And I'd love to connect with your listeners. You have, we have such similar apostolates and platforms that um, working with them would be wonderful. No, and I highly encourage people to do that. Um, yeah. Something that uh, people have asked me, you know, because mm-hmm. I'll, I'll have conversations with people who are very similar and they're like, wait a minute, you don't want like your customers to like go, you know, go somewhere else. And I'm like, no, that's not the point. It's the fact that we're all the body of Christ and we're all going to speak a particular language. And what my desire is, is to make sure that people become the saints that they're supposed to be. So however that happens is what's most important. So if Christina today is really spoken to your heart, you know, I invite you definitely to reach out and, and to spend some time with her and take advantage of that free discovery call. Um, and uh, it's something that we are all making one another better. Um, and uh, so care for the one is care for the whole. Yes. And uh, I, I just love being able to connect with people um, and hear their stories and, uh, and learn how uh, the, about those Holy Spirit moments that you mm-hmm. spoke about. Um, of how our Lord is working in your life and in the lives of others, Um, because it does give so much hope and encouragement. And we need a lot of that in our world today. So thank you again for your time. Can't believe our our time is already up. I cannot Um, believe it. This was really fun, Christina. Thank you for having me on. I really enjoyed myself. I hope your listeners will as well enjoy this episode. I'm sure that they will. And for everybody out there, thanks again for your time and continue to know of my prayers for you that you can do whatever it takes so that together we can tell the master of death, not today. God bless. 
So what might be some resolutions that you could take from the conversation that Christina and I had today? Well, the first one, definitely reach out to her at ChristinaMBrown.com and take advantage of that free discovery call. Uh, she's uh, giving a free discovery call to anyone who listens to the Say Yes to Holiness podcast and reaches out to her and says, hey, I heard about you on Say Yes to Holiness podcast, and she'll give you that free 15-minute uh, discovery call. So reach out and take advantage advantage of that. The second, go and check out the podcast that she and her daughter are doing. Thanks, Mom. It's on Anchor, just like my Say Yes to Holiness podcast is. So go and check out the Thanks, Mom podcast. Finally, this is to be go through a day in which you are very intentional, being mindful, not in a um, focused on me mindfulness, but rather you're focused upon the choices that are before you each and every moment, even the things that we do that are a habit, we get up, we go to the bathroom, we brush our teeth, we do our hair, we, you know, put on makeup, all of that is a choice. And we need to be recognizing the choices that we are making and whether or not, for example, I speak to people about first things first. So are you putting first things first? Or are you going, gee, I don't have any time, but yet you're not being mindful. You're not being attentive is the word I like to use. Attentive to the choices that you're making, which are preventing you from having time to do the things that truly bring you joy. So go through a day and do that and capture for yourself what are the things that you are choosing to do that are not bringing you joy. And then you're able to make an intentional choice about how you can change that and live the life that God desires for you. So what is this special invitation that I was referring to throughout uh, the conversation today? Well, it is this new mastermind that I'm putting together. And the mastermind is awakened to God's love for you. And it's focused upon your personal vocation and leadership. And what it does is that it's going to help you be able to discern and fully live out your personal vocation while also giving you an opportunity to develop the skills to be able to assist and accompany others in doing the same. So even if you're not a leader per se of a group or an organization, you're still a leader in the family. So you still have people that you are responsible for accompanying, for being able to assist them in becoming a saint. And that's what this 40-week online immersion experience is all about. So it is going to include uh, the focus on living your personal vocation and then also about learning the leadership process for your own personal life and then also within community. And community is within our families, within our neighborhoods, our churches, everywhere. Okay. So we're going to be focusing upon utilizing our own stories, our own fulfillment stories to be able to discern how God is designed us and works in our lives. And then this helps us be able to really hone in, particularly on who and what and where we are so that we can find that place where our passion and the world's greatest needs cross. And that 
is where we're supposed to be. And that is where this mastermind is going to encourage you to spend time trying out these new skills so that you can have the chance to really assess whether or not you're getting better at these skills and also gives you the chance to be able to find what it is that you truly love and are passionate about and motivated to do and become fully who God created you to be. So again, this is a 40-week online immersion experience. It's going to be starting up in August and it's going to be going until next May. And it is an opportunity for you to be able to go deep into learning and cultivating those virtues and habits that you need for ongoing conversion in your life, being able to really embrace and to live out upholding the dignity of each and every human person, and to live a life of joy in the pursuit of holiness. So if any of this is appealing to you, then reach out to me, Christina Simmons at gmail.com, and I will send you the full-on uh, PDF which has all the different learning objectives as well as the process of how this is going to work. And usually most people would be like, oh, Christina, this sounds great, but what's it cost? And just like everything else that goes on in the Say Yes to Holiness community, it's pay what you want. Now, a lot of people get uncomfortable with that because they're like, oh, well, you know, I don't know what I want, you know, what, what I want to pay. And they're like, well, tell me what to pay. And so suggested cost for this 40 weeks is $2,500. But I tell people all the time, that is worth $2,500 to some people, it's worth $100 to others, and it's worth $25,000 to others. So the fact is, is that you pay what you can. Pay what you want pricing is about pay what you can in accordance with your means, in accordance with your resources. And God always takes care of everything. So if you have any interest, I want you to reach out to me, Christina Simmons at gmail.com, and let's have a conversation about whether or not this is the right place for you for this upcoming 40 weeks, beginning in August and going till May. It is designed so that we're going to be meeting weekly, but every other week, so we meet for a week and we discuss and talk about the things that we're uh, reading and watching videos about. But then the other weeks are co-working sessions, which means that you can come and if you got to balance your checkbook, you can balance your checkbook during that time. Or you can use it to catch up on stuff that you haven't been able to watch or to read yet. Um, but then also a week of every month that we're together is an integration and implementation week. So this is a chance for you to be able to catch up as well as practice the concepts. So this is designed for you to be able to go really deep, but to do it in the midst of a busy schedule and being able to have the opportunity to go and to step into a place where you might not necessarily step into because I'm going to be encouraging you to do things that maybe you wouldn't necessarily try. So like stepping into a new area in which you want to serve, but that's so that you can really assess how well the principles are being applied in your life. 
And then, of course, you'll have a chance for personal coaching with me for up to six sessions throughout our time together. So what those topics are, I, I can suggest some, but you can determine what those are. So you get me as a personal coach for uh, six different times uh, throughout our time together. And so that's something in itself is worth the $2,500 because um, I do... Um, I do personal coaching for people and, you know, just an hour alone is $500, you know, each time. So you're getting six times, that's only five, and that would be $2,500. So you're getting a bargain there um, because you get all of my expertise and all of my time uh, in order to help you where you think you need that help in the midst of a group of people that are like-minded and they too are striving to really live out their personal vocation. So this is a long ad, but if this is something that's in your heart, then you need to reach out. Again, Christina Simmons at gmail.com. I look forward to hearing from you. God bless. Thanks again for spending time with me today. If you have any suggestions for upcoming podcasts, please leave me a voicemail using the link in the podcast show notes. Or you can visit my website at sayyestoholiness.com or send me an email at christinasimmons at gmail.com. I look forward to the opportunity to continue the conversation we've begun here today. In the interim, please know my continued prayers for you and your loved ones, especially that each of us may continue to strive to do whatever it takes in order to grow in holiness as we tell the master of death, not today. I look forward to having a conversation with you again soon. God bless.